I'm Tom Hughes. Welcome to Today in Prophecy on End Times TV. In the last days, the Bible tells us what the world will look like. In a vision of John the Apostle, he saw ten horns that are ten kings. These ten kings are globalists, become the most powerful men in the world. They will be the men that sit at the top of the New World Order. And this New World Order is already here. The only thing that seems to be in the way is the United States of America. It is also this New World Order that the Antichrist will be given complete control of. Of this, the book of Revelation tells us, the ten horns which you saw are ten kings who have received no kingdom as of yet, but they receive authority for one hour as kings with the beast. The beast in that passage in Revelation is also known as the Antichrist. These, these ten kings, are of one mind, and they will give their power and authority to the beast. A new world order is already here. If you envision this world as a stage for a theater, it is behind the curtain waiting for the opportunity to be revealed. Consider this article that was reported just this week in Jews News. The Rothschilds have used their globalist media mouthpiece, listen to this, to declare that Donald Trump is threatening to destroy the New World Order for good. Globalism propaganda tool and Rothschild's family-owned publication, The Economist, has branded the U.S. president a present danger to the New World Order and stated that the internationalists that formed it are spinning in their graves. The Economist names Trump is the biggest threat to the liberal New World Order above other legitimate threats such as jihadism and terrorism, communist Chinese expansion, and North Korean hostility. Perhaps the greatest danger at present is the incumbency of an American president who despises international norms. This article goes on to say the rules-based international order that emerged from the wreckage of the Second World War was a huge improvement on any preceding era, states this article. Yet liberal internationalism is now under attack from many sides, and Donald Trump's America First doctrine explicitly repudiates it. Uh, thinking of this threat that is from the current America to the New World Order, I'm reminded of these words from George Soros way back, quoted in the LA Times way back in 2004, October of 2004, where George Soros admitted, I carry, this is quoting him, I carry some rather potent messianic fantasies. Wow. Consider this. In the early stages of the first Gulf War, President George H.W. Bush introduced the words New World Order to a new generation as he spoke to Congress while trying to build support for the coming war, Operation Desert Storm. Quoting him, Out of these troubled times, our fifth objective, a new world order, can emerge, a new era. An era in which the nations of the world, east and west, north and south, can prosper and live in harmony. A hundred generations have searched for this elusive path to peace, while a thousand wars raged across the span of human endeavor. Uh, today, that new world is struggling to be born, a world quite different from the one we've known. A world where the rule of law supplants the rule of the jungle. A world in which nations recognize the shared responsibility for freedom and justice. Wow! 
And in speaking on these things, and specifically on climate change laws, Pope Francis gave us details so we can see how it is going to happen. He said, there is an urgent need of a true world political authority, one authoritative source of oversight and coordination, which lays down rules. So he called on world leaders to enact climate change laws that cannot be altered. How it translates to you and me, uh, the Pope went on to say, make the power global and at the same time, coalesce that power into the hands of a few. That sounds exactly like the description of the 10 elite kings of the book of Revelation. I am confident that the rising violence that we are witnessing, in fact, I believe it's only going to continue to increase because Jesus said in the last days, lawlessness will abound. It's only going to get greater. But I am confident that the rising violence that we are witnessing and the chaos will lead people to willingly surrender their freedoms to the globalist goal. People will consider that being safe at a concert or in an airplane or shopping at a sporting event will be well worth surrendering their privacy and their freedoms. I'm also confident that right now there is a war that has been waged against the sovereignty of America. There are many people that are in powerful positions in America that are fighting to destroy her. And the Trump administration is well aware that this country is in a battle for its soul. Regardless of your personal views on Donald Trump, it seems obvious that the moment Donald Trump is no longer president, the elite powers will seize upon America. Change will happen overnight, literally. The time will come when Americans will wake up in the morning only to find that they are now subjected to the last day's empire. Everything is happening exactly as the Bible warned that it was going to come about. Consider all of these things. Consider all of the various prophecies regarding the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. You and I are living in a time where we are witnessing the convergence of these things happening right now. All of the events give evidence to the fact that the Bible is true. And most importantly, the Bible tells us this, that Christ came the first time to die for the sins of the world, so that whosoever would believe in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. In fact, the Bible even tells us, Jesus himself said, that the Son of Man did not come into this world to condemn the world, but that through him you would be forgiven, you would be saved. It is the enemy who condemns. It's the devil who destroys. It is Christ who came to give us life. And the Bible also tells us that there's no other name under heaven by which you might be saved, by which you might be forgiven. And Jesus himself said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by me. Folks, let me ask you this. Do you know that when you die, you're going to go to heaven? If you have not asked Christ to forgive you of your sin, if you haven't repented of your sin, then when you die, you do not have the hope of heaven. Instead, you're going to face judgment for your sins. I encourage you, ask Christ to forgive you and repent. What does repent mean? Repent means to make a U-turn, to turn from your sin and surrender to Christ. If you want to do that, you want to know that when you die, you're forgiven and you're going to heaven, then pray this with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I admit that I'm a sinner, but I want to be forgiven. Right now, I repent of my sin and unbelief and surrender to you as Lord. I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. If you prayed that and you meant it, you can know that you are forgiven. And for all of you who are watching, 
And listen, I want to encourage you to go to our website, endtimestv.org, and click on the Know Jesus section. There you can find out what it means to know Christ. And, and while you're there on endtimestv.org, you can also go and look at the various books that we have and DVDs and news articles that are updated daily, along with some of the other uh, opportunities that we have, including St. Paul's School. Uh, until next time, God bless.